I don't like to admit it, at least not openly, but I'm a master manipulator. It's not an ability that I use all the time. In fact, my true powers are rarely even on display. However, when push comes to shove, I get what I want. Right off the bat, it's really not all that difficult for a beautiful young woman like myself to influence people. I'm slender and, despite being 23, could easily pass for a naive little 18-year-old with wide eyes and a racing heart. My hair is long and dark, sexy in an exotic, seductive kind of way, and my face is about as girlish and symmetrical as it gets. The only real physical flaw that I have at all is my glasses, but those just seem to work to my advantage. Like Cindy Crawford's mole, a little something off on the face like mine is where the real beauty is at, anyway. I don't want to sound arrogant, and I understand that I'm already probably coming off that way, but it's the truth. If I was ugly, it would be one thing. But time and time again, the favors that people do in my name has proved otherwise. Nobody can resist a damsel in distress. Of course, looks aren't everything, especially when it comes to manipulation. For that, you need brains. And I was fortunate enough to be blessed with both. You could look at the complete package that I'm working with and assume life has been easy for me. But that's far from the case. I never knew my real parents. Instead being adopted when I was barely old enough to walk. I grew up happy with a loving couple who found it in their hearts to raise me, but there was always a distance there, so much that I still refer to them as stepmother and stepfather. This distance is always what made things difficult as I blossomed into my twenties. Because we aren't actually related, I didn't have a problem with my growing attraction to my stepdad Will. We would tease each other and goof around relentlessly, but just about the time I turned twenty-one, Will started picking up the vibe as well. We always kept things hush-hush, a little arrangement between the two of us where we somehow knew that the flirting had to stop when my stepmom came home. We never openly discussed it, and nothing physically ever happened, but the feeling was always there. It wasn't until I moved out when things started to spiral out of control. I had no idea how much the flirtation between Will and me was a method of blowing off steam, a release of the blossoming sexual energy that kept me from completely losing my mind with belligerent stepfather lust. I didn't move far, though, finding a nice little apartment just a few miles away from the house I was raised in, but that little bit of distance changed things completely. Suddenly, Will was all I could think about. I started hooking up with older guys to see if my specific desires could be somehow satiated, but this did nothing but cause my attraction to grow into an even more powerful and unruly beast. Like I said, I'm used to getting what I want, and eventually it dawned on me that there was only one way to get it. As I sit here on the edge of town, slumped down in the driver's seat of my car with my camera ready, I'm busy reflecting on all of this. I'm trying to figure out how it is that I was driven to this point. Sexual desire is a powerful thing, and it's taken a hold on me in ways that I could have never imagined. I'm outside of a bar, which is not especially brimming with life and activity tonight. This is where people come to not be seen, a little tavern on the edge of everything that can barely keep its doors open. It's the perfect place to meet someone for a quiet late-night rendezvous. Suddenly, I see it, the familiar outline of my stepfather, accompanied by a beautiful, giggling woman. I've known that he was cheating on my stepmother for years, but this is the first time that I've actually laid eyes on this other woman, and when I do, my breath catches in my throat. Not only is she much younger than Will, but she also happens to look exactly like me.